You're listening to The Young, where young people have real conversation on how to live a life worth living. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to The Young Podcast. I'm Nicole Stark, and today I am here with Nathan Silva, Nathan Torres, and Aaron Arevalos. Woo! I feel like y'all should have switched spots because it's Nathan Nathan. You could have been a Nathan. Do you want to? Well, it's could have been a Nathan sandwich, but... Guess not. Anyways, uh, today uh, I'm excited for this this podcast. I'm the only girl here, so it's really, really fun. Because um, I'm not going to get any of their jokes you watch. Uh, anyways, yeah. well, shh. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about something I'm really, really excited about. Uh, it's so simple. It's really the daily life with Jesus. So simple, but yet uh, not as simple, maybe, as some may think. Um, and so I want to ask you all this question. We're just going to start it off really quick is, is how, well, let's just answer this question. What is a daily life with Jesus? Like, what is it? Like, when I say, hey, because I know that's, that's so Christianese, right? Like, hey, dude, you have a daily life with Jesus. Like, I've never even said that before. But what is, what does it mean to have your life walking with Jesus every single day? Mm. That's so good. Um, well... Deep. Uh, I think daily life with Jesus. Uh, well, no, what, do you, what do you think it is? I think it's like, a, you know, what we've been always talking about throughout these podcasts is relationship, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, do people ask your your parents, like, oh, do you have a daily life with so-and-so? It's like, no, they're just in a relationship. They're, yeah. they're married, you know? Yeah. And I think it's kind of the same way, just every day in love, doing things with that person, mm. like, you know, spending time engaging in conversation. Yeah. And really just uh, being proactive about that relationship. So cool. Yeah. So let's get to the practicals list, yes. okay? Because I'm a, I'm a very practical type of person. Uh, if you give me this complicated thing, I'm probably not going to catch it. But if you give me some practicals, I, I can do it. We're, we're talking about having a relationship with Jesus. Okay, so to a person, maybe, like, if you were to tell me that in high school, uh, my freshman year, I would have been like, what? I can have a relationship with Jesus. Practically speaking, what does that look like? Like, having a relationship with Jesus. Like, what does that look like? Maybe you can even add, what does it look like for you to do? Yeah, cool. So, like, um, if we look at it like this, uh, you know, the best friendships are the ones that are built organically. Hmm. The best relationships are the ones that yeah. just happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the ones that aren't forced. They're the ones that you don't have to work for, yeah. right? Like the best ones just come naturally. Uh, it's the same thing with Jesus. Mm-hmm. The the ones that are are the the the, the, the relationship we have with Jesus is so uh, good when it's organic, it's when right. it just comes out, it's when right. it just happens, right? Yeah. And uh, just like you hang out with like the homie at Seven Eleven. I know that's what we used to do in. In high school, we always used to go to 7-Eleven or Circle K. Those were the two spots yeah. we went to after school. We yeah. kick in and get in Polar Pops. That's it, right? <laughs> like these, are, these are the things we do, right? Yeah. We just hang out and we kick yeah. it. And it's organic. It's the same thing with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may not just go to 7-Eleven to meet Jesus there, but you can meet Jesus maybe in your bedroom, mm-hmm. right? right? You can meet Jesus you know, in your living room. Where, in your living yeah. room. Wherever you go to be alone, yeah. that's where Jesus will meet you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, what this looks like is uh, uh, I spend time alone in my room okay. and I throw on some worship music and I like to read his word. So right? Good. I like to read uh, the Bible, the word of God. Because while I'm reading it, God actually speaks to yeah. me. 
Like as I'm reading the scriptures, like I'll read something and I'm like, yo, that's crazy. That speaks directly to my life. It's good. What what this, what these words are saying, like that's for me, Mm -hmm. right? That I can see what God was saying in here. That was for this part of my life. That was for this relationship. That was for this. And it's just like that. It's so easy to just be alone, just get into a place where you're by yourself and Mm -hmm. you just talk to God like he's a normal person. I just, as you would, like if I was talking to Nate or if I was talking to Nathan, right? As in a normal conversation, just like this. It's the same thing with God. Right. You can do it open and out loud with your just verbalizing. So right? You just talk to God about yeah. what you would talk to your friends about, what you talk to your parents about. I love and it. And it's uh, super simple. I love it. Did you ever find it hard to read your Bible every day? Oh, yeah. It was yeah. like, okay, so the Do you still me, find it hard sometimes? Yeah. So the thing is for me, I always sucked at reading, right? Okay. So when I was like, what, sophomore in high school, yeah. I saw uh, all, uh, all my friends reading like this big you know, big wordy books, right? They were reading like college level reading, you know what I mean? All these crazy things. I was reading like seventh grade level Mm -hmm. reading books, right? Just simple to the point fun stories. Right. That was just me, right? (laughs) I kind of, I was bad at reading, right? I couldn't keep up with the rest of the kids. And I kind of like took that mentality reading the Bible. I was like, yo, this is so hard. Mm -hmm. Or like, yo, I'm a slow reader. Like, I don't, I don't get these things. But as I, as I kind of actually stay consistent with it, mm-hmm. that's the key. You got to so stay consistent good. with something, so, right? Because so you're not going to be good at something on one day, yeah. right? It's something you have to con- consistently yeah. do. You got to practice it. Yeah. So as I began to practice reading the Bible, I started getting it. And I'm like, oh, there are stories in here so that I can read that relate to my life, that's right? So, so at first yeah. it was difficult. But as yeah. I kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it, I was like, yo, this is a piece of cake. Yep. You know what I mean? And yep. so... um. That's, That's so good. I, for the first part, yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Real quick, the second part where you were talking about, even now, sometimes it's hard because I don't always want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't always have the urging to desire, wake up and be like, Jesus, this is my moment. let's go. Yeah. I'm yeah. about to get some juicy so, yeah. out of this world. You know what I mean? Like, it's not always like that. Right. Sometimes you wake up on the wrong side of the bed yeah. and you're just like, yo, this day just like blows chunks right now. That's like, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes it's like that. But every time, this is the one thing I love to say, I don't ever regret Spending time with God. So good. So good. I'll never regret it. Yeah. There's not a bad time where I spend time with God. Yeah. Because he's just good and yeah. he loves me so much, right? Yeah. So when you do it, even when you don't feel like it, that's when, right. that's when you can right. really know when God is good. And I think that's where the, this word discipline applies to our everyday life. Because I, I would have to agree, and maybe you guys might agree with this too. I don't wake up every single morning. I'm like, this is, cannot wait to read my Bible today. Like there are moments, mornings where I wake up and I'm like, like the last thing I want to do is take 30 minutes because I feel like I have so many things to do. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is spend time in my Bible, but not realizing that me spending time in my Bible, being with Jesus is the most important thing, honestly, we can do. And so I think that's where discipline, right? Would come to play and most saying whether stuff. I feel like it, whether I don't feel like it, I'm still going to do it. Cause God, I know you're good. I know you're real. I know you're going to speak to me. So I I love that. Now, um, so in high school, Nate, I want to ask you this question. In high school, I know a little bit about your story, but uh, whoever's listening to this probably does not know Mm -hmm. your story. I want you to kind of share with us a little bit about how your senior year, talk to us about your senior year, and then what it looks like from then to now, and how you encountered Jesus in this way to where you're like, man, this, I'm, I'm following him. <clears throat> well, yeah, all, all of senior <clears throat> of high school is just, you know, to, like, make people happy and, you know, just get on a good side. And so I partied. Of course, that was a thing, you know, popularity, that's how it happened. Yeah. So I partied, came out with the wrong crew, and then I just partied, drinking, um, 
and just going to deeper things which really impacted like in my life and then later on the hard times started coming so like i lost my dream car and then my car that i had and then i lost my girlfriend that i like i had at the moment and i felt like everything's crumbling down like my really my all my friends were gone and so i just resorted to getting to alcohol and so so and that all started in my senior year of high school like yeah. this alcohol partying and so now it kept stayed with me but everything was gone except now the depression was still here wow. and so i still resort to the same thing which is alcohol and some other things but from there so it's basically this point where like god where are you this depression like I have nothing left. I mean, I have everything, but I have nothing at the same time. I don't wow. have joy. I have, um, I'm in this dark spot. There's, I'm not going anywhere with this. I have mm -hmm. like nothing. Like it's pretty, it was pretty bad where I was. And so from there, I just, I just seek God and he showed me the right people to come to. And I came to church one Sunday and it all kind of just changed from mm -hmm. there. I really gave my life. And when, once I gave my life, I started hanging out with the right people that guided me the right way. Wow. Then there was true, true joy and wow. true freedom. And it's like, this is something I wish I knew my senior year of high school. Yeah. I'll never forget when um, I was offered to go to, to Jesus Club. And like, if I would have known that how much that could have changed my life, I would have done it. Wow. But I was yeah. so, I guess, um, hidden. And like, I was just, I didn't like, I, I didn't think it was for me because mm -hmm. popularity and, and partying is not for me. It's not going to fit well with my category of life. Wow. So therefore, yeah. that all progressed. And if I would have known that, and so yeah, Jesus saved my life and he freed me from everything. And something I wish I would have known. Hmm. Now, talk to me about this. How, this is a question, does God actually really help me? Um, how did he actually help you? How did he actually help me? Yeah. I think it would be like guiding me and just bringing me real joy and seeing what real joy was. Wow. So like the actions and like truly like, like doing this is going to bring you real joy and doing what you want. So and that good. was like the most like thing I prioritized in my life and was seeking his voice. Mm -hmm. How we talked about and like. From there, he guides you on how to bring you real joy. Then mm. he fills you with like the right people, the right things, and then it all just adds up. And you, you're, you're every day you truly wake up like, what's next? Like God, I'm excited to hear from you. Yeah. And it's like, and it's never like this feeling like, oh my gosh, like I'm losing. No, it's like God's always there, and He always comes through. I mean, any, so and every aspect of life, school, so friendships, financially comes through. You're sick, you pray, comes through financially. I mean. You any money for this for school or any money for this? Guess what? He's gonna come through. When you believe in him, it's gonna happen. So or, good. Yeah. So good. That's so good. So would you say, because that moment you went to church, like that was your like, that this was, is, like this is when I like when did you know? I think I think just this month turns a year which I went to church and like this whole year like has truly been like yeah wow. I'm happy that I went that wow. last like, last year I'm like. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah, it changed my life. Like it just, the people that came into my life so and good. the opportunity and everything just so changed good. my life. I remember when you, it's actually so funny. <laughs> when I first met you, Oof. it was at um, a Halloween, we had a church, a Halloween movie night mm -hmm. and Camille actually introduced me to you and you were so nervous. Yeah. But hold on, this is what I remember the most. You came up to me, my first, one of my first conversations with you was, can I join Jesus clubs? And I was like, yeah. And then you said this verbatim. I swear, you're like, but I'm not gonna stay long because I have to go to NYU. Let me tell you, but I have to go to NYU in January. Talk to me about that process. So I guess, like, and share a little bit about that process. So did well high school, got into NYU, and then, but I got in for the spring, so I had three months off. Yeah. So September, October, all these, my least months off, right? Yeah. So I'm in church. I'm like getting, like, truly hearing from god and like i'm truly like living my best life but yeah. i also know that i'm leaving new york um so i get hit with this with god tells me like, hey yo nathan don't go 
And so that I kind of I kind of got like I got scared because it's my dream, right? Right. But I I kept on going, ignoring it until of course, <laughs> of course, you know, some things happened. I couldn't go anymore. But but you know, you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, this dream got crushed. But no, my dream was I actually found my real dream. Mm-hmm. Like my like I thought my so dream good. was go pleasing people to go to school at NYU. Mm-hmm. In reality, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like I, I that was fake joy. My real joy was found in God. I stayed. And he truly guided me and brought me the true opportunity and joy I have right now. So good. And so this is this is like things high schoolers think like, oh, this is my dream, or is it really your dream? Mm-hmm. Is that what you want? Is that is it gonna make other people happy? Is it gonna make you happy? That's good. And so that's like Please one of like the know. things Please. that just like hit me hard. And Come then on. so I cut off all my old it was hard. I cut off all my old friends, like um for sure, like after January and everything was gone. Like everything like God, okay, mm-hmm. like for sure, for sure. And then from there God just God just put joy. Okay, I love how you said this. You heard God's Fire. voice, mm-hmm. and you were like, God, is this actually you? Oh, yeah. Right? Let's talk about how to hear God's voice. I think that's such a practical, practical question to ask. How do I know it's God's voice, and how do I hear his voice? It's up in the air, so let me catch it. All right. Hey. <laughs> so um, it's a big question. Yeah. Like, I love it. I love talking to people and then being like, oh, yeah, God told me this like last week. And, and people like, kind of like, yeah. yeah. Certain people are like, like yeah. what do you mean God yeah. actually talk to you? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I love it. Um, and this is how like, it's different for a lot of people. Uh, I know some people who have like actually like audibly heard God. Yeah. Uh, and then I know there's a lot of people who don't. Yeah. Uh, I'm one of those people. I've like, never actually heard God with like my ears. Yeah. But I've heard him in here. Yeah. I heard him in my heart. Yeah. And it's interesting because he speaks to me in like two different ways. Okay. Number one, so practically, is reading the Bible. Yeah. Reading the Word. Good. So easy. Yeah. And how that works is I'll be reading his Word. I'll just be reading uh, the scriptures. And then all of yeah. a sudden, like something highlights to me. You know, like how like you've read something before, uh, like in a story and something really like cool happens or something. Yeah. Like there's like a big plot twist or something and it makes you feel a certain way. Yeah. We're like, oh, shoot. That's right. crazy. Like, that's how he speaks to me. When I'm reading the scriptures, I look at something, and it's like something's highlighted, and I'm like, oh, that's for me in my life. I'm going through that right now. Mm -hmm. Or I had a question about that, and by reading the scripture, God highlights that to me. He shows me through the the words, the written words, and that's one way he speaks to me. The other way is he speaks to me, like like I said, in the heart. Uh, How this is, is when I'm, let's say I have a question about something. I'm I'm like, God, do I do this thing or do I not? Do I get into this relationship or do I not? God, do yeah. I choose to go to the school or do I not, right? Let's say right. I have a general question like that. Right. When I ask him and I say, do I go? So simply the way it is, is if I have a peace, hmm. if I'm not stressed about it, wow. then I know it's him. Then, yeah. Because with God, there is, no, there is no stress. Right. There's no like heaviness. There's no yeah. weight. There's no yeah. anxiety. So, there's no depression. Yeah, yeah. So because he's that way, when he gives you an answer, there's not going to be any of that attached hmm. to it. There's not going to yeah. be anxiety attached yeah. to it. There's not going to be, be depression attached to it. Right. So I'm like, if I say, God, should I go to the school? And I feel that it's a yes and there's a peace knowing it. Like, I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Like, this is it. a good decision. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll go for it. So and every time that I have done that, he's never steered me wrong. Mm, never so steered good. me wrong. So just two practical ways I is asking him verbally, just God, do I do yeah. this? And he gives me a piece yeah. about it. Or just reading the word yeah. so yeah. simply. And knowing that he speaks to... Right. I think I love how you said reading. I think that the most practical thing is reading the Bible. Yeah. Right. But I feel like sometimes and we just talked about this in the beginning. It's hard for us to read our Bible. I was sharing earlier with like a group of young girls 
how um, my grandparents, actually a really cute story, um, they've been, they just celebrated 60 years of marriage wow, this past awesome. January. I know, it's yeah. so cute, I'm like, yay. But um, when me and my cousin were younger, my cousin Jacob and I, my grandparents would go to bed at 8.30. Okay, and so it was 10 o'clock and we're like, yo, this is so late, like we're 12 years old, this is epic. And so what we would do is we'd go through their filing cabinets and we would just like go through their stuff. Like, who are we? Like, what do we do? And one night we found love letters from my grandparents. So my grandma, my grandpa was in World War II. So he's out deployed and my grandma had raised four kids here. In, in, in California. And so I was reading these, like, we were reading these love letters and they were like, it was so cute. Like love letters about how he was doing out in, in war and like all these things. And she would write how raising four kids was. And I remember I was just like, this is epic. But the reason why I bring this up is, is sometimes I feel like we have a hard time reading our Bible, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But I guarantee you, if the love of your life gave you a letter, Come on. You would read that thing like three, four, five times. You would show your friend. You would mm -hmm. dissect it. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah, like that's, into that's, it, right? So and yeah. the reality is, is God gave us his word to get to know him more. Yes, Not this right. religious like, oh, like I got to check this box. No, the word of God, the Bible, it's like, no, I want you to know me. I want you to know how good I am to you. Yeah. I want you to know how much I love you. I want you to know, man, why I'm telling you not to do these things, but to do these things. Mm -hmm. Like when we come to terms that God gave us his word, not so that it's like, here's another thing, but it's so that we can get to know him and know what he's done for us. I think it shifts, it kind of shifts our perspective of it's no longer a checkbox, but it's this thing of I'm going to get up because I want to know him more. Mm -hmm. And I think that helps us understand like, man, mm. I know you. I know you. And so, uh, and that was so good. Now, here's another practical question. I think uh, I've honestly asked God this question. And maybe, Nate, you can kind of give us light into this. Does God still love you even though you keep sinning? Mm. Yeah. Does he still love you? That's a good one. I know I for sure dealt with that a lot. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest way that uh, we get, I guess, caught up with things, you mm. know, with our thoughts, our emotions is is shame you know it's a real yeah. buffer like just like kind of like what nate was talking about whether it's the buffer of getting taking that step out knowing do i want to know who god is yeah but you feel shame by either what you've done or who you are or what other may, people may think mm. and or even like the lifestyle you're living you know just to share like some of my testimony like i remember being bound with lust mm. and like looking at pornography yeah. and i remember like just having to stop like how can I say I love God but I come to him so dirty every time mm. I'm I like every time I try and just want to I just want to come to this person who brings me joy yeah. to this person who brings me life and I just want to be right before him but right. I can't mm. and I I just feel disgusting wow but really and truly that's that's why Jesus came down yeah because on. like in the Bible it says nothing can separate you from the love of God that's right and that's why it was so important for Jesus to come because he broke that shame over us. He mm. said, it's no longer there. Yeah. That's so good. That God could look at us proudly and see his son mm. and see that we're pure and the yeah. righteousness of God. Yeah. What is the righteousness of God? The righteousness of God mean, what does that mean? It simply means that you, just like a father may look at his son and say, I'm proud of you when he makes like a game winning shot or something. Yeah. So does God look at you and he's just proud of who you are mm. because 
He uh, wants to see you be who you're created to be. Yeah, yeah. And and that's really and truly, I think, that heart of just saying, God, despite the sin, despite what even I may have said about yeah. you, I just want to come to you because this is relationship. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. that's one of the be- most beautiful things I've learned about um, like my parents' marriage from just like watching them now I'm older, you know, it's just the ability they have to, despite uh, arguments, despite things that are going on, to yeah. keep that love first wow. and say, I know we may have even yelled at each other like five minutes ago, but because this is love, I'm going to still come to you and ask, well, what do you want for dinner? Though? Mm. For you know, girl. and it's mm. that ability to be able to say, I know I'm sinning, God. I know I may have messed up five minutes ago, yeah. but but what can you do in my life right now? Mm. I just want to spend time with you and know you. And it's then good. just like Aaron said, just read that word. Yeah. And I love it too, because it's like, you were right. Jesus came here for us. And it gives us this place of like, God, I know I messed up. I know what I did was wrong. Would you forgive me? Right? Like, could you forgive me of my sin? And I think the beauty of all of this is he does. Mm-hmm. But what I also love is, and I love this, because you said that God set you free. That he loves us so much that he won't let us stay where we are. Yeah. Right? He loves us yeah. so much that he won't let us stay bound. He won't let us stay addicted. He won't let us stay in depression. He loves us so much where he's like, okay, I see you. I love you. I forgive you. Now take my hand and I'm going to walk you out of this Come together. On, yeah, yeah. And I, that's why I love Jesus. Well, one of the things of why I love Jesus. Not only did he come and he saved me from my sins. But man, he said, I see you dirty. I see you messed up. I see you. I love you, and now I'm going to pick you right back up, and together we're going to walk through this. And so um, I, I do want to ask, because you said shame and condemnation, right? Talk to me about, I, I, I grew up at church, so the moment I would yell at my mom when I would came home from church, automatically my week like would suck. It's like I failed God, and I, I carry this guilt of like, you're telling me that I have to go to church after I just did that. Yeah. Like, and God says he, like, there is no condemnation. Like, talk to me about maybe the process that you had to overcome of, like, and really anybody, um, overcome of how you felt like, man, God doesn't condemn me. He loves me. But how did you fight through having to figure out, man, I don't need to walk in condemnation or in shame? Yeah. uh, I know one way that helped me was definitely not going at it alone hmm. is is um you know in in basketball you you have a goal or aspiration right yeah. somebody says i want to make it to the nba yeah and they they you could spend as many hours working and, and shooting by yourself as you want to but until you get a trainer you're not going to get yeah. as better as you could in the amount of time that you, right. want, to that work. you want to yeah but what's even more beneficial than that is working with a trainer but people at the same level as you too, mm. you know? Yep. And really and truly, like, I know Aaron, Nate, and other people in my life, I have mentors that I say, I want to be here in the case, you know, sure. with my testimony, where I was like, I'm bound up, Aaron, like, I want to be free, mm. you know? But not only do I want to be free, because God freed me, and I believe that, yeah. like what you're saying, Yeah. but I want to walk in that freedom. So good. Come on. Yeah. And, and there's nights where I'm like, man, Aaron, I'm doubting yeah like we'll tell each other bro i don't feel this way at right. all right. and it's it's him that says nah bro i'm i'm calling you up yeah 
That's good. To the same place that God sees you. That's good. And to be able to have somebody that when I feel like I'm falling, to mm. just pick you up and say, so you're not yeah. falling, friend. Yeah. yeah. I'm right here by your right. side. That's good. Or to have a mentor to be like, man, I I messed up in this way this week. Yeah. I yelled at my mom or, or I didn't do this. Yeah. And to have him say, hey, man, practically speaking, like you said, this whole thing, I I understand what you did. Listen, you're forgiven, but let's build upon this now. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not. What yeah. I what I what I love about you know Jesus freeing us from shame, is that 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 frees us in our confessions. You know, no longer do we have to open up to people with that feeling of condemnation, like you were saying, yeah. right? Wow, with that feeling of oh, I didn't meet this bar, mm-hmm. so now I'm looked down upon. Yeah. But it's it's being able to partner with somebody and have them call you up to where God is is sending you on the road towards that's good that's good yeah i like that i i do want to ask this maybe Aaron, you can tag on this or or nathan god frees you right and the bible says who the sun sets free is free indeed so you're free the process of staying free though that's different yeah how does that look yeah so just like you said it's a process Mm -hmm. because you see the thing is like like shame yeah like the feeling that that feeling you get like oh dude yeah like I don't know about you guys, but when I, like, after I, like, I would screw up on something or I'd mess up pretty tough, yeah. like, the feeling of shame would be, like, I would walk outside and I feel like everybody knows what I did, mm. right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the psyche thing is, like, with condemnation and, and shame, it tries to stick on you. Yeah. It tries to stay on you, right? Yeah. It tries to stay on you. But here's the thing, like, the Bible says, whom the Son sets free is free indeed, mm. right? So when you believe what Jesus did for you, yeah. when you confess your sins and be like, Jesus, I'm sorry, I did this. Yeah. The Bible says in that moment, you're made free. free. You're yeah. free just like that. Right. 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 It's, it's, it's like it never happened. Yeah. He washes you clean. Yeah. You're good. Right. Mm. Right. But walking in freedom. Yeah. Walking in freedom is it's something different, different yeah. because it's that simple. It's that simple uh, concept, that simple idea that whatever you hang around it's good. Is what's going to influence yeah. you. Like the people you hang around, you're more than likely going to turn yeah. into those people, right? Yeah, yeah. The habits that you, you keep, that's what's going to yeah. influence your life. Right. So let's say I get free from whatever it is, right? Let's say uh, I, I used to be a drug addict or whatever. Okay. Let's say um, that used to be my life for years. I used to like be in drugs and all these things. When, when I confess that to Jesus, boom, done, never mm-hmm. happened. But if I stay around the people who deal sure. drugs yeah if i'm still in the drugstore if yeah. i'm still hitting up the homie on the corner right right you know right. what i'm saying yeah what i'm doing is i'm inviting those things back into my yes. life so although jesus made you free yeah you're inviting those things back, back in. in right yeah. and yeah. what with those things come shame and condemnation yeah. and all those yeah. things yeah. and that's why i love what nate said walking out free is bringing people into your life mm-hmm. and realizing i cannot do this by myself yeah from the beginning of time when god was saw adam in the garden where it was just him. Yeah. Like Adam didn't have the option to sin. Yeah. It was him and God in the beautiful garden. Right. Right. God told him, it's not good for man to be alone. That's right. Let me give him Eve. Let That's me give him good. somebody else. Right. That's good. So when we're looking at our lives and saying, all right, God made me free from pornography, drugs, uh, from this, whatever. When yeah. God made us free, how do I stay free? Let me get some people to help so me. Good. Let me get somebody I can talk to. Let yep. me get my friend to say, yep. hey man, keep me accountable. Like I feel this this week. I feel like going and doing that That's thing. Good. I feel like going and doing that thing. And, and you guys talk it out and get these things out so that there's transparency. Yeah. And through that, God is actually able to bring you strength. That's good. Because <laughs> strength is built through resistance. Mm. It's not going to be easy. 
Right. So there are moments where you feel like, oh, I wish I could yeah. do right right now, but I feel like I'm too weak, right? In those moments, that's where strength that's is built. So In good. that moment where you either had the chance to do what you don't want to do. Right. Or stay free. That's where strength yeah. is built. Yeah. So it's not an easy process by all means. Yeah. But it's so possible. So and with it. Jesus, all things are possible. Yeah. And I love it too. It's just choices. Yeah. You're just making the choice today. And this, I and honestly, this is where reading your Bible every day comes in hand. This is, this is that relationship with Jesus. Because what you're realizing is, is one, not only are you guys with me, but the most important one, God himself is with me. Word. And now if I'm making the decision every single day to open the truth of God, it gives it, it brings light to dark areas in my life. And now I thought living this way, kind of like what Nate was saying, and I thought alcohol. And I thought this was the way. But the moment he encountered Jesus, he was like, bro, like that ain't even could like compared to what God can do, that ain't nothing. Right. And so I love, I love the simplicity of this. I do want to go into this. We uh, are about to conclude, but before we conclude, we always do something called your last 30 seconds. So y'all got literally 30 seconds to give, uh, give us listeners one more thing to say, like what's your last 30 to share? Go Nathan. Oh, there's true life in Jesus. Oh, he frees you. She really timed us. <laughs> he was strapped. He frees you. There is, there is a better life that you have right now. There is, even though you may not know, oh, there's more. There is more. Come and on. God has more for you and he's ready. He's ready to set your plan. Let's go. Torres. Um, your words are powerful, so mm. use them. I think the biggest buffer we have is like I said, shame, but it, it all starts in your mind. And if you don't use your own words to speak what you want to see, then you might never see that change come. That's good. That's good. Uh, Aaron. Community, so oh, big. Community is so huge. Get in a good community. Yeah. Get in a community. Get get with friend groups that are going to pull you up, not yeah. pull you down. It's good. If you want to get away from something, you want to stay free from something, yeah. don't hang out with the people who do that stuff. Get with the people that are on the right path. That's get with good. the people that are same-minded with you who want to be free. Get with the yeah. same people who got the same goals as you. That's good. And uh, you know what? I guess I would say, because Aaron took mine, um, it would just be, it's not weird to get in God's word. Get to know Jesus, read his word, and watch what God will do in your life. So uh, with all of that being said, uh, thank you guys so much for joining us on today's podcast we have a podcast every single friday so stay tuned next week to hear what's next we love y'all and see you next week it's not crooked right